I'm Roman Mars, host of 99% Invisible. I'm excited to be teaming up with Lexus GX and SiriusXM on some very special 99PI episodes. We're heading to some of the cities in the U.S. that have special meaning for me and exploring the ways that these cities marry form and function. To learn more about the Lexus GX and SiriusXM and Lexus vehicles, visit Lexus.com slash GX and SiriusXM.com slash Lexus trial. The all-new Lexus GX. Live up to it. Check out the 99% Invisible feed now and listen to these special episodes. When you're constantly on the move, it's not just pits that break a sweat. From your armpits to your thighs and everywhere in between, new whole body deodorant cream and sticks from Shea Moisture are your secret weapon to staying fresh and confident all day long. Made from melanin-rich skin and packed with plant-based goodness, embrace a new era of freshness with whole body and stick deodorants from Shea Moisture. Find them at your nearest Walmart and walmart.com. And when you do, your whole body's covered. Welcome to the Friends. Every time I'm in the zone. My name is Dustin. I'm Francesca, also known as Hey Friend. Hey. My name is Asante. This is the Friends Zone. I'm Dustin Ross. This is the Friend Zone, and here's the news that you can use. First up, NFL team Washington Redskins has announced on Friday that they are reviewing the team name to potentially change it to something less offensive. One name under consideration is the Washington Whiteskins to honor D.C. native Black China and her bleaching cream. Plus, her butt looked like she's wearing football pads anyway. Next. <clears throat> You ready for this one? Are you? (laughs) Paragraph pickpocket B. Simone has announced to her Instagram followers that she'll be dropping a rap music EP soon. Some fans have asked (laughs) if the only reason. (laughs) Yes, paragraph pickpocket. Anyway, oh. so Paragraph Pickpocket, <laughs> B. Simone, has announced to her Instagram followers that she'll be dropping a rap EP soon. Some fans responded by asking if the only reason she would be dropping the EP is because she got caught picking it up without permission in the first place. Finally, unrivaled and unreliable media takeout shocked Bravo TV fans when they reported that Monique was being cast on RHOA. <laughs> They later clarified that our HOA made Raggedy Husband operating as agent. No. Welcome to the Friend Zone, your weekly look into all things mental health, mental wellness, and mental hygiene. Because who in the hell wants a musty brain? I know I don't. We never have. It's been five years. We still do not want. Uh, that hello, took Francesca. so many times. How you doing? I'm amazing. How are you guys doing today? Yeah. I know. I feel you. I do. I can't even. I, I, I don't even know how to go from where we just were because it took so many turns and it just wouldn't stop a turning. Like, Jesus. Welcome, welcome to the friend zone, Asante. Round and round we go. Round and round we go. Scrub the ground, goddamn it. So, speaking of scrubbing the ground, Dustin Ross. Yes, that will be where you find me. Drive the boat. You have a black business. <laughs> Who eats today? <laughs> I, I absolutely have a black business. First of all, it's by Black Day. It's Blackout Day, and oh, that's, that's right. the day we're recording. 
Right. So what better day to highlight a black business and one with integrity, which you guys know is important to us. So I want to give some shout outs and highlight to the Genoa Company, which is a black owned jewelry company out of Flint, Michigan. Okay, Mm. owned and operated by Lydia Seal. And what I found most attractive about this company is their mission. They said they're elevating style and encouraging women one pair at a time. And they also said that as black entrepreneurs and landowners, their great grandparents believed that it was their responsibility to care for their community, particularly those in need. So each season, uh, the owner of this company's great grandparents would set aside a portion of their garden to feed those in need within their community. And to replicate that, uh, the Genoa company has created Genoa's garden project, which codifies their commitment to donating 10% of every purchase to organizations that serve women and children in need within the city of Flint, Michigan. So not only is the jewelry incredible, but there is some layer of integrity here. They're doing a restock that is actually going up this Wednesday. So by the time you hear this, it'll be up and available. And the jewelry is absolutely beautiful. You can go to Instagram uh, on their page. It is the Genoa company. That's T. H-E-G-E-N-O-A-C-O, the Genoa Co. And you'll see the beautiful jewelry there. You'll see message uh, from the founder of the company. And I'm pretty sure that it'll, you know, resonate with you guys the way that it did with me. So check it out. Support black businesses, you guys. Hey! Thank you. That was a dope one. You right, You guys ready to move into the recap segment? I believe Ole so. do it. <laughs> So on last week's episode titled The Covert Overt, we shared our experiences with overt, covert and systemic racism. Stories ranging from trying to get apartments in New York City to racist co-workers, bosses and teachers to traveling to neighborhoods for better groceries. And as always, those of you listening had a lot to say. So who stood out to you? Asante. You know what? Before I read it out to me, right when you said travel, one thing that I forgot to touch on or that we did not touch on last week and I wish we would have mm-hmm. was the airport. What part? Ain't nothing. <laughs> all of it. Because it's also racist. Like, I love the fact that white people, when they be in the airport, they acting like they didn't clocked in for a shift to make sure that no N-word gets in their way or ahead of them or any of that. Good but luck with that. Good, good luck with that. Because, baby, I'll be on the move in the airport. And speaking of okay. the airport, I don't mean to throw you See, off, but I have no. to remember this. I want to give a shout out to... I had to travel recently. I didn't been in a state of emergency, y'all. But uh, <laughs> I want to give a shout out to the flight attendant who showed me some love on the Delta crew. Um, he actually he actually passed me a handwritten note that had a message <laughs> in it for it. pull him out. Yeah, it had a message <laughs> in it for both of you, Fran and Asante. That Asante. is so damn cute. <laughs> I was sitting in my seat, and right before the plane took off, this gentleman walked up to me. And he tapped my shoulder and he said, sir, your upgrade came through. We just have to move you now if you like it. And he, I said, okay. I was confused because I hadn't put in for no damn upgrade, but I knew enough to roll with it. So <laughs> I was like, okay. So I got up and he walked me straight up to first class, uh, made sure I was completely comfortable. And he gave me a note that said, on behalf of Delta Airlines and this NYC-based NYC crew, I would like to thank you for choosing to fly with us today. We appreciate you and hope to see you again soon. I wish you continued yes. safety, success, and great health along the way. Please tell Francesca and Assange 
Asante. We said we hope to see them soon and tell Kid Fury and Crystal hello. We know they're not coming out of the house anytime soon. <laughs> Cheers, Christopher. His name is Christopher. So, Christopher, that thank is you so, so, so much. Shout out to Christopher. That really just elevated my day. I was not feeling the best that day. And the small things sometimes can mean the world. So, Christopher, thank you so much for your A1 service and just kind of putting your hand on my shoulder that day, man. I needed that. So thank you, brother. And shout out to you, Christopher. That is Delta so Gamma dope. Race. <laughs> <laughs> shit, that would have made my day, too. Well, my I bad, love Asante. It just was on my mind right then. I'm like, let me say this shit now because I be done forgot. <laughs> well, I forgot what I was saying. Oh, yeah, I guess I was doing this. Um, I want to give a shout out to Keisha. The subject here is private school racism. She says, hey, y'all, I've definitely experienced overt racism Here's one example. And she says, long story short, and it is. So I appreciate that. Thank you. Um, I was a rising senior in high school from Brooklyn, New York. I spent the summer at a prestigious boarding school called, well, I don't know if I should say what your boarding school is called, so let me just not say that. <laughs> um, I, I, I spent the summer at a prestigious boarding school on a scholarship in New Hampshire. It's a very rich school, and at the time, most of the houses in the neighborhood had McCain 08 signs. I befriended the other girls who had the same scholarship as me, and we were all black and brown. One day during sunset, we were, work, we were walking off campus to go to the drugstore when a pickup truck full of white boys sped past us and yelled, N-words. Mm. I got a good look at one of the boys, and he looked like Satan himself. My friends were pissed. I was already jaded at 17, so I felt unbothered, but my Indian friend was devastated. She told the headmaster, and we had an emergency assembly the next day. It was a nice touch, but the boys who called us N-words were locals and were not students. I understand wanting to give your child better opportunities with private schools, but there are absolutely cultural consequences in dealing with racism in your face. It's absolutely one of them. Peace. Mm. Yeah, I mean, mm -hmm. it's sad that you have to deal with shit like that when you're in school, but it's also sad that we all have a story of when we've dealt with that at a young age. So I want to share that because I know we touched on school a little bit, but um, we were talking about magnet programs. I know, friend, you had the private schooling, but yeah. I know it would have been cute to have another like private school uh, perspective. So shout out to you for the submission. Friend, what did you find in those SoundCloud streets? Well, first, I want to thank the listeners because you guys sent in so many stories all around my personal email, our Twitter. I know Asante saw some of the friend zone email. You had so many stories, unfortunately, horror stories, you know, not the best tons. stories, tons of really traumatizing experiences. But one thing that, you know, trying to find the silver lining is that it's, it, it seemed that a lot of you were also like, oh, I'm not in this alone, you know, because I did see people saying they never would have thought that we experienced that. I don't know why you didn't think that we experienced that, especially getting apartments. Somebody said they were shocked that like we still endure that in, in trying to get apartments. And that's what I was saying. That's sad because you work so hard. You get your money to a certain point, your credit to a certain and point, And it's and it's still the same shit. It's like, that's how mm -hmm. you know it's a scam. <laughs> so I appreciate a lot of you that, that, you know, took the time to share those stories. And my mom and I even got into a really cool conversation because she was saying how in listening back about, you know, sending your black children to private schools as if they've quote unquote made it. She really never thought about the emotional and mental health ramifications of that decision and she thought that it was like really eye opening for her because I guess we never really discussed that 
Um, and she Shout actually, out to your mom, friend. And she had a story of her own that she wanted me to share. <laughs> okay. Yeah. Cool. So my mom is my choice this week for the recap. <laughs> she said. Yes. <laughs> She said one situation she dealt with was trying to buy a home coming from the projects, how she mm-hmm. got denied by every housing project. I mean, mm-hmm. every uh, mm-hmm. housing lender. organization. Yeah, lender, all the initiatives, all those, quote unquote, like first time homeowner programs or low income, all this. Soon as they saw in her paperwork that she's coming from the projects. It's like they were afraid that she was going to come in and lower the value of the home, of the neighborhood, wow. or, you know, coming from the projects were viewed as like the bottom of the totem pole, pissing in the elevators, chicken bones, all this shit. And they just thought, as soon as she said it, she said like their faces would change. And it was like, oh, no, like you're not even an option. And she unfortunately has not had the easiest time trying to make the transition, which that falls into the systemic aspect that we were discussing. Um, obviously, uh, overt as well, because they were telling her to her face, no, but it's part of the system that is designed to not allow us any mobility. So she wanted to as put that in there. As hard as your mom has worked. As, as hard, hard as, as she's worked. worked. Mind you, my mom's been a teacher for 25 years. So Educating others. <laughs> educating others. Like, she has a master's degree. Like, you know, it's just wild. But that's something else to keep in mind. And Dustin Ross, who did you find in the Twitter streets? First of all, since your mom's listening, uh, send me the name of them companies so we can put them <laughs> on blast on the show. Because they need to be called out. You mess with friend, mama, you messing with me. Now, <laughs> what I would like to share, uh, there are two tweets that I want to share. Um, the first one comes from AJ Simmons, underscore A, the letter J. A-Y, then Simmons with another underscore. I didn't want to say each letter because it was just a lot. But it's AJ Simmons underscore who said, I've seen Sister Act 2, the movie Sister Act 2. You guys are familiar with that. AJ Simmons says, I've seen Sister Act 2 a couple hundred times, and I never caught this. (laughs) Ladies and gentlemen, Erica Campbell. And on the scene when they're on stage accepting the award, accepting the trophy... That is Erica Campbell on stage oh, playing on one of left. those kids. Wow. Oh, yes. Shit. <laughs> and accompanied this with a with a um a photo, a screenshot from the film. And just those kind of little gems, those nuggets <laughs> of information. You know, I love that shit like that. So I just wanted to share that with you guys that Erica Campbell, the Mary Mary that we like, was actually in Sister Act Two, no, which is a movie it. we love. <laughs> so I just felt like it was just a full circle moment. And I felt like it I'm also yeah, don't it also confirm that we picked the right Mary? Okay. <laughs> the last tweet that I want to highlight comes from uh, my homeboy, Kirk Moore. Kirk Moore is a very, very talented writer. His name on uh, Twitter is KirkWrites79. He wrote on American Crime uh, on ABC. Uh, he's a supervising producer on For Life on ABC. Very well accomplished brother, but he actually, yeah, he just announced that he's making a brand new TV series um, that he's writing. It's called a Family Drama. It's a family drama, rather, hour long, um, <coughs> produced by him and Will Packer, and it's coming from Fox. And it's called Free Will. It's about a black family um, in New Orleans that owned a psychic business, and it's a hour long drama series. Yeah, count me in. so it sounds pretty juicy. Um, Kirk is an amazing talent, and it's just a great to see um another black writer 
uh, getting his just due and getting an opportunity like this that's so well deserved and that I know he's going to just knock out the park. So that's shout dope. out to my nigga Kirk. Yes. Um, give him some love on Twitter, Congrats y'all. Kirk writes seven nine. Give him some love on Twitter. The deadline article just hit today, so that's actually hot off the press. Okay, <laughs> and that's it. So this week's episode will be taken over by the one and only Dustin Ross. Would you like to let us know what we're getting into? Because we yep. have no idea. <laughs> what I like to let you know, Zero. in the words of Oak Towns three five seven, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Okay. Wow. <laughs> wow. That was for the people that know the old school. Now, <laughs> this week, I'm just um, overwhelmed with negative information. And so I just kind of wanted to shift the uh, trajectory of our conversation just a little bit mm-hmm. and just have a news you can use episode, right? Where we are going to stay COVID-19 free. So none of these topics we discuss will have anything to do with this virus that has taken over each and every section of our lives. Man. Let's talking about Terry Crew? Escape oh, sorry. it. Yes, That's him. That's the virus Look, taking over my life. Ooh. Him either with his all uh chicken wing back neck having ass feel shoulders bending like a chicken wing elbow i'm so sick of his motherfucking ass always running his mouth about shit he don't know nothing about did you see don lemon getting them together on cnn the other night explaining to him the bare minimum 101 basics black lives matter for dummies which is what he needs of the black lives matter movement and as don lemon was really i mean nailing these points that basically obliterated anything to Cruz had to say you could see in his physical posture you could see in his uh his countenance his facial expressions that he was just waiting on an opportunity to continue talking every single time he would try to make some general point that had nothing to do with what we were discussing well not we because I wasn't in the conversation but what they were <laughs> discussing Don Lemon would refute that. Terry Crews would just keep going with the message. And it was like he just wanted to be heard. There was no rhyme or reason or sense to anything that he was saying. And it was so embarrassing as somebody who was from Flint, Michigan. We from the same hometown. And he makes it look so bad. It ain't nothing like that. The black people there ain't nothing like that. We don't have anything to do with those type of politics, that anti-blackness shit, celebrating whiteness and and making it uh, the most desirable thing to be adjacent to whiteness and in close proximity of that that's some shit he's on that is not in any way a representation of flint michigan before the water issue okay real flint so i don't know what the fuck he's on but i'm sick of him being on it and i really wish we would all just block him and get over it because i'm tired of terry cruz but that being said we're not going to talk about the virus this week we're just going to talk about a couple other pop culture news media items that i felt like we needed to discuss so you guys ready to go for a ride I'm ready. Yeah. Let's do it. (laughs) First up, I want to give a huge shout out to my girl, Claudia Jordan, because she is really kicking ass over there on Fox Soul all week long, really all month long uh, in June. And then recently in the month of July, Homegirl has been getting exclusive after exclusive after exclusive hot take after hot take um, from her out loud talk show and also from her panel talk show Cocktails with Queens with her, Selena Johnson, Lisa Ray and Vivica A. Fox. So uh, in that vein, while she was over there making great uh, content, she had an interview with Papoose, the rapper Papoose. Y'all know who he is, the one 
Bueno take his hat off. Cool. And he's married to Remy Ma, excellent rapper. Like we got a lot of love for Pat Pusa. At least I do. I know in my musical Black library, love. right? But the rapping, <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Most more most importantly, Pat Pusa is a gifted rapper. He can rap Stat his ass off. My pinky queens on my thumb, dude. That's right. When he was, <laughs> I know what he's talking about. <laughs> But anyway, so on Out Loud with Claudia Jordan, Papoose announced that him and Remy Ma are expecting another baby, y'all. Yay. Remy wow. Ma is pregnant. Yeah. She's having baby number two. We know that they are parents of a one and a half year old Reminis McKenzie. That's uh, their baby girl. They call her the golden child. So I don't know what the they're about to call this one. The baby's name is Reminis. That is so mm-hmm. adorable. That's because that's, <laughs> Remy's, that's Remy's first name. That so, is so um, cute. She's low-key a junior, and she looks just like Remy. She mean like Remy, too. Did y'all see that video of uh, uh, Papoose was holding the baby, and Remy kept leaning in to kiss Papoose, and the baby was literally slapping the shit out of Remy every time she leaned in. I die when babies do that She was, like, aggressively pushing Remy away. And it was so funny because people on Twitter were saying that's the only person that can hit Remy Mai and get away with it. Oh, snap. Damn. Jesus yeah, but they have another baby. You know, oh, quarantine. I, it's something about seeing this softer side of Remy. You know what I'm saying? And seeing her just in, as in nesting with her family. And oh. she's been quite vocal recently about how she really ain't even gave a fuck about making music. She's just been focused on being with her family. That's and now they're expanding it again. You that know, is and so it just, real. It shows a different side to her because a lot of times when you talk about Remy Ma, you know, the first thing people say. You know, y'all know what it is. Mm-hmm. Boom, boom, click, click, boom. Y'all know what it is. <laughs> so, it out. I love, know, I, I love that we've been seeing this thing where Remy got out of jail, and it's not been like this backslide. Like we watched her on Love and Hip Hop, and you know, try to stay out of the mess as much as possible. And mm-hmm. when she was in the mess, it was like, like we was cool with it. We was like, okay, yeah, get her rim. But like now, we get to see like this, well, a continuance of her being like the soft family rim. Her and Papoose all love. Like I like all of that. They could start a whole little um, Oprah magazine or a sheet line or whatever the fuck, and I'm gonna support them. <laughs> a just sheet line. <laughs> Y'all want some Remy and Papoose sheets? And she looks so wonderful. Like she's been looking amazing, right? She has. I saw her. Glowing. Uh, her and Papoose hosted a screening of the photograph that I went to. Yes. Remember that, Asante? Yes. Um, they hosted that screening of the film, the Issa Rae film, the photograph, Issa Rae and yeah. the Keith Stansfield, right? Um, but they, Remy looked fucking amazing. Amazing. Didn't she look good, Asante? You remember that? She looked so good and it was so fun watching the two of them just like, cause you see it on TV or like in interviews, but like to be in the same room and watch them be all lovey-dovey and shit on stage. He's like, like he giving her that look and then she's saying little slick shit and rolling her eyes. Like it's, they look like they always in high school love and shit. It's just, they truly are black love. And I love the fact that they are. We love the kids. She said that kids feel some kind of way because you know her and Papoose call that baby the golden child. I told then, you like, I felt the I kind of too. way. Yeah. <laughs> so what they gonna call the new damn baby? I don't even know. The platinum child. The platinum kid. <laughs> That'd be funny. The golden child and the platinum kid. I mean, if you treat that one better than the other ones, you got to treat the new one better than that one. They probably just gonna set that baby down and pick the new one up when it get when it get born. Oh my. <laughs> 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 Yo, you know who we met that night at that photograph, uh, the photograph screening? Who? The uh, you were talking to that woman who I was staring at all night when we were leaving. She was one of the trap queens. Yes. What was her name? <laughs> the older woman from the uh, not older woman, but she was. You you understand what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. She was like from, like out of the the trap queens. She was one of the uh, the older ones out of the trap. Yeah, out of their crew. 
But I was watching her the whole night because she was just looking like a pimp. So she had BDE. So there was this woman Asante's <laughs> laughing because that's literally what it was There was this woman at the premiere of the photograph that night Who she just, you know, walked like walk in the talk like a pimp Because I am That was her whole vibe <laughs> And she was sitting with her legs open and shit And so I, I was like, I like her, you know and So we had just struck up a conversation And she happened to be a part of um, a cast of this television show called Trap Queens By the bunch of hustlers so that was hilarious to me. So shout out to Papoose and Remy Ma and they black love because they are having another baby in this world. And, um, you know, sorry to that baby, but welcome to the new one. Because, you know, they ain't going <laughs> to give a damn about that baby when the new one gets here. All right. Next up, 50 Cent, two quarters. He's in Done It Again, y'all. He was recently on Young Money Radio, which is Lil Wayne's radio show. And while they were having a conversation, he brought up his personal experience with what he uh, worded as angry black women responding to him having an uh, affinity for exotic women. Let's listen to the audio clip of exactly what he said. And I look and I go, yo. This is why they get mad, they get angry. You see a lot of sisters, they go, oh, you fuck, you fuck with this kind of girl or that kind of girl. That shit is exotic. <laughs> Stupid. That shit look a lot different from the shit that you see in the neighborhood all the time. It looks like, <laughs> that shit look like it came off a boat, baby. You don't like that, motherfucker? <laughs> you don't like that? You know, God damn, what's the matter with you? It feels like something foreign. It feels like something that you can't just get. So in some kind of ways, it is interesting to explore. You know what I'm saying? But they get mad, they get angry. How did you end up with this motherfucker or this, that? I'm like, huh? For real. <laughs> they get real. I just look at it like, oh, look at this angry. And then my instincts always makes me defensive. So I go, look at this angry black motherfucker. Get the fuck out of here. Get, trying to fuck up the whole vibe. vibe, vibe so, vibe, 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 yikes. Thoughts. What do you guys think? 50 Cent basically said that he's tired of what he is deeming as angry black women responding negatively to him being attracted to what he is deeming as exotic women that he doesn't see every day in the neighborhood. Now, personally, how, how many years, what year did 50 Cent's first album come out? That was like 2005, right? I have no idea. So, somewhere back then. Yeah, 2002, maybe somewhere in there. So we know for at least the last 15 years, he ain't lived in the neighborhood that he would see some every day. In. But that's neither here nor there. So what do y'all think about what he said? <laughs> Fran, would you like to start? <laughs> I think you should. <laughs> <laughs> well, I personally have not really been fucking with 50 for a very long time i'm still and i hate to be bringing up old shit but i'm still upset with him spreading that rumor that olivia was a man like i just don't i'm never interested in anything that 50 has to say i'm Wait, never interested what? in anything that he has he spread a rumor he, that olivia was a man yes like he was mad that olivia was going off her own back in the day i can't even really tell you the full story just because it's so petty that you would spread a rumor about someone's sex like just because you mad that they don't want to work for you or sleep with you or whatever the fuck they want to do anyway all i know is i didn't like 50 from that and so when he became known as like trolling and the whole thing with him and vivica they're back and forth like i have just never cared for 50 cent on a public scale so i just 
hate when I don't know what the proper way to say when someone pisses you off, we should be able to like acknowledge it in a way and then shut it down as opposed to making shit go viral. Because the fact that it's everywhere <laughs> that 50 Cent has commented and said what he said about women as opposed to it being a gag order issued against 50 Cent being able to be seen publicly and say his dumb shit anymore. Like, I just don't, I, I hate highlighting it. I, I don't care about 50 Cent outside of like the stuff he puts out. I just don't care about like the things he has to say personally. So keep on with power or whatever, but I don't <laughs> care about you and Wayne talking. If y'all not talking about, you know, y'all music legacy and the cruise and shit back then, that's all I ever care about from artists, honestly. And he, and I know he switched gears from that. So if he's not going to talk about music shit, I don't really don't care about his hot take on women. But you have to think about who's listening to him talk, right? First of all, they were on Young Money Radio, which a lot of Lil Wayne's fans, even though like we old or whatever, for some reason, a lot of young people love Lil Wayne. He has a very youthful energy and spirit and his brand, the skateboarding shit and the rock tinged music. Like even now, like it just resonates with a lot of young people. So it's a lot of young male minds that are listening to what Lil Wayne has to say. And if 50 Cent is on there, who is behind Power and um, the For Life series and all these other projects that are still relevant today, no matter how um, distant from relevant musical contributions he may be, you know what I mean? His impact is still something that hits close to a lot of people who are young and impressionable. And that's who was listening to him say that black women were angrily opposing him dating and and being attracted to exotic women and making the difference so after that post was made um remember they were on young money little rain's radio show so regine wayne's daughter went forward and made a post like emphasizing her black beautiful features saying she was black and she was beautiful and she is exotic and she's all these things her mother Toya uh, Johnson, soon to be rushing. Um, she made a post celebrating her daughter's beauty. Um, so many people spoke out about this. Tori Hart, who, well, it's Tori Hart. She had something to say about this as well. Um, Fran, I'm, I'm, I'm pretty sure I know your general take on this, but what do you think is missing from the conversation when people are discussing 50 cents take on this? Cause yeah, he's entitled to his preference, but we all know that that's not really what was dangerous about what he said. So what do you think is missing from the conversation about that? I mean, I don't know what, if I can say what's missing, but I think <laughs> what surprised me is just, it sounds so mentally stifled, you know, it's like mm -hmm. you've been famous for how many years now You've mm -hmm. traveled, you've reached all your goals, you've met so many people around the world, you've seen how your work has affected people, and this is the conversation you're having. How old is he? Is he in his like, 50s? It's just like, what? Like, that's some it's shit. It's ridiculous. That's some shit I would hear, and this, this is no shade to the dudes on my block, like, <laughs> but this is the shit <laughs> that you hear in 12 and 13 year olds saying. On the bench on the block. Not a yep. grown 50-year-old man has been out here <laughs> accomplishing so many things that like a lot of people are, are viewing as goals and as markers of like uh, success and measures, excuse me, of success. It's just like, wow. It just goes to show you, too, that all the things you do in life don't mean shit if you're still in that head. You know what I mean? Like it just, that's the message it sent to me. Like, damn, he's done all this shit and still this is where he's at. 
And that's yeah. wild to me. <laughs> that's some perspective for that ass friend. <laughs> I mean, it's, that's, listen, that's why I tell y'all all these measures of success that people idolize don't do anything for the spirit. They just don't. Yeah. Mm. They don't. And and if anything, that's what this shows me. Because it's like, bro, I would hope you're having different conversations. And I'm not even going to try to uh, act like I'm some angel that when I'm in the comfort of my home with my friends, we're just speaking on enlightenment. <laughs> like, obviously, you have different kinds of conversations in the privacy of your home. But like Dustin said, this is a public platform where they do have a lot of people that look up to them, watching them and gathering their thoughts and opinions based on what their idols say and think and, and express. And so I do think it's unfortunate, but I mean, he's a grown ass man. <laughs> if anything, I just think it's ugly, but I honestly don't even care because I don't waste my energy on people that I just don't see. Let's eye talk to eye about with. it. Furthermore, the definition, the word exotic by definition means attractive or striking because colorful or out of the ordinary. That's literally black women. You know what I'm saying? Black women are are exotic. So when he said it, it just, I don't know. I'm telling you, that's 12-year-old conversation. I think so, too. And he makes me laugh a lot of times, but he obviously says a lot of problematic shit. And I just wish he would be better educated on some things before he opens his mouth because he does make um, great television, and I respect him in that space. And I just wish that his personality kind of aligned with the trajectory of his career at producing television because he's really doing some great things and I just wish he could kind of make them align because he's funny and it just kind of drives me crazy that he won't really tap that tap in tap tap he'd rather tap be in. a troll <laughs> yeah it really like it really pisses me off but tap in what another thing I found interesting speaking of my girl Claudia Jordan on her show Cocktails with Queens which is hosted by remember Lisa Ray, Selena Johnson, Claudia Jordan and who? Vivica Fox. Now, who did Vivica Fox used to date y'all? 50. 50 Cent. So of course you know they 50. asked uh they asked your girl Vivica how oh, she felt no. about what he had to say. But what I found most interesting was what Lisa Ray had to say. Check this out, y'all. Oh, man with me. Um, look at him. What? The, um, because here's the thing. If that's his preference, that's his preference. Well, you right. You know what I mean? And so that's just no different than, you know, someone saying that I love Italian men because they're more romantic or, or exotic looking. I want uh, blonde hair with dark eyes or whatever you know what i mean however reading into what you said claudia into his statement i think that that now is just coming from his experience of having strong black women around him and being able to say what they need to say to put him in his place and he doesn't like that which should be no different from any other nationality that happens if you're dating an asian if you're dating a hispanic they still going to give it to you. It's going to sound different, but it's still given to you. You know, so I, I think it was Mr. just, T. I think he kind of worded that. No, 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 no. Can I just say, church finger, church finger, church finger over here. No, no, no. It was the levels of disrespect as far as I was concerned. You know, um, it was just so demeaning, the statement and the whole arrogance of it all. I mean, you came from a black woman. Don't ever forget that. 
the bold part is what takes me down. I mean, that, that's what I don't want. You, you, everyone has a preference. You might like a tall, slim, you know, I love six pack and smiles. Well, they did, but when he did have it, um, but you know what I'm saying? It's like everyone has their preference and you're entitled to that. It's just, you don't have to be me. And I Vivica was obviously very offended by 50's words. Vivica, however, is no stranger to having something not so nice to say about 50 Cent when he comes up <laughs> in conversation. And she actually is quite skilled at that. So I wasn't surprised that that was her takeaway. But what I was surprised was that 50 Cent actually responded to Vivica's comments. Now, this is no, hot off the press. No. This, this literally just happened, y'all. So 50 Cent posted the clip to his Instagram and he captioned the clip by saying, Vivica's still in love with me. I dated her for four months, 17 years ago, and she's still angry with me. I'm starting to feel like my eggplant emoji is serious, LOL. And then he tagged it with his cognac brand. Mm -mm -mm. So there's the 50 Cent and Vivica saga. Um, you know, I, I, I personally, my take is just like the club hit of years ago that was titled Let Them Hoes Fight. Because I'm going to tell you what. 50 Cent versus Vivica Fox in the media is going to make for some great, great headlines. Oh, great gosh. jabs back and forth. Vivica is and 50, they're, they are equal opponents I th in, in, in verbal sparring. And I look forward <laughs> to seeing Vivica's response because we all know Vivica Fox don't play that shit. <laughs> now, uh, I don't know if you guys have heard about this guy named K.W. Miller. Do you, are you guys familiar with K.W. Miller? Because if no. not, I'm going to tell you who he is. So K.W. Miller is an independent who's running to represent Florida's 18th congressional district, right? Which includes Point St. Lucia, Fort Pierce, uh, Stewart, and Jupiter, Florida. This motherfucker, okay, has gone into the media saying that he feels like Beyonce and Patti LaBelle, okay, are liars, race baiters, members of the Illuminati, <laughs> And oh, yeah. And they are the reason why um, racism is so uh, divisively separating our country. So I'm going to read to you a couple of the, the tweets. That I wish y'all could see your faces because it's just that ridiculous. But wait until you actually hear these tweets. This motherfucker going to tweet looking more into Beyonce's coded globalist messages. Who is, quote, Becky with the good hair, who she encourages people to call white apologizing? Oh, a Soros <laughs> operative. Interesting. All goes through London. Hashtag Great Awakening. Okay? And compares <laughs> her to Becky Hodge. Next, he says, and this is the one that really made me want to actually bring this up, because even though it's ridiculous, I just had never heard anything so stupid in my life. He says, Patti LaBelle is another Illuminati globalist puppet. 1991 her lyrics quote i'm under your spell i don't want to break free you can make a slave out of me i worship you and nobody else i pledge my love to you forever then he says who was she professing this to lucifer who now this motherfucker is talking about somebody loves you baby by patty labelle Y'all know that's those those are the lyrics to Somebody Loves You Baby from 19 fucking 91. And he's trying to accuse her of being in the Illuminati. This person is running for literally, literally running for a Florida congressional seat. OK, and people are actually supporting this fool based on uh, his crazy theories. He is connected to the MAGA train. So what are you guys' thoughts? <laughs> 
don't even know what to do. <laughs> <laughs> right, like all Can't that really, reaching and all that shit. All of that. First of all, you're going to pick out of all the people, because you got to break this shit all the way down sometimes to see. Sometimes things can be so ridiculous, you just dismiss them without actually really getting into the levels of what's going on here. So this motherfucker then set up in his crib, okay, concocting a plan of which, which black things to attack, right? And I feel like what he did was research what things we sensitive about. Y'all want to talk about it? Let's talk about it. Beyonce. Now, you know damn well, we don't even allow other black folks to talk about Beyonce. So him obviously bringing this shit up, that's an attempt to do what? To stir us up, to make us angry and upset, right? And to further this Illuminati. I feel like you picked the Illuminati rumor to run with because he knew that it was some of you nakers who already were running with that rumor okay in your barber shops and beauty shops and beauty supplies and shit and so he didn't grab the hold to what y'all were tweeting about not even tweeting this some facebook shit he didn't grab the hold to what y'all were posting on facebook and ran with it and then what other black person black deity of music do we protect patty labelle everybody deity. know you, everybody know you don't say nothing like that about everybody no Patty. What has Patty LaBelle done? What has Patty LaBelle done? She's 70 some years old. She's just making pies, food. She got a whole food line now, by the way. I don't know if y'all knew that. It's expanded beyond just the pies and desserts. But Patty LaBelle has given so much to music, to us, to entertainment, to television, to the stage, to Broadway, to everything. We don't disrespect Patty LaBelle. Don't nobody fuck with Patty LaBelle. Who you ever heard try Patty LaBelle? Nobody. You see Dustin. what she said to that lady on the Tyra show? What what she okay. say? That when she, they was cooking. Asante, you know what I'm talking about. You picking up what I'm putting down. You hear it too. Uh-huh. Yes, I friend. Know. But this is the same man that tweeted that Beyonce is not African American. Mm-hmm. That Italian. she's faking this for exposure because her real name is Anne Marie Lestrassi. And she's, she's Italian, and this is all part of the Soros deep state agenda for the Black Lives Matter movement. He said, Beyonce, you are on notice. <laughs> Anne Marie Lestrassi. <laughs> you guys think I am the conspiracy theorist? This is next fucking level. Have you ever seen anything like this? And so that's why even though, yes, Straight we know out that of these Facebook. claims are straight up ridiculous but the fact that this is even getting the traction that it's gotten to get this far to us because i don't be just reading I, I mean i read a lot of silly stuff but i don't read just some bullshit online you know so for this to make its way all the way to me that scares me that somebody can literally just create some lies like that and have them just go forward like that that is but that is just incredible to me and keep your name <laughs> off patty labelle okay before you find out what she told him if only he knew okay you keep your <laughs> name off Pat. keep your mouth off patty labelle's name she ain't done nothing to nobody and where is zuri you know she got a tall son named zuri zuri she? get down to florida yeah she got a son named zuri zuri get on down to florida and handle that handle k-dub <laughs> and Sante, marie this hurt you. I'm 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 too busy laughing because I'm dead ass on Snopes like laughing at the fuck. The fact that they already have this shit up and it's like people are in the comments trolling like this is 
This is all so ridiculous that I actually I'm enjoying it. I never <laughs> like, seen anything like that. I just felt like we needed to bring. This that looks like up. the carrying on that they have when they're in those message boards and people just come up with these conspiracies. Oh my god! And then yes. because they feel that they're right, you know what this is like? Reddit, Wendy Williams. <laughs> <laughs> this is just like Wendy Williams. How she'll say how she'll say her opinion as fact, like. I love watching that. Mind you. It's a fantasy. So the motherfucker is running in the 18th Congressional District in Florida, right? Which is including uh, the community Jupiter, Florida. A little bit about Jupiter, Florida. Y'all know a few years, well, not a few years ago. I think it was like in 99 or something like that. There's this huge court case that went down because this man wanted to post an American flag in his, uh, he wanted to put a flagpole in his yard and the community wasn't having it. They wasn't budgeting. It went back and forth, back and forth. And then, um, one of the bushes ended up changing this law, but the cut, the town was talked about for that for years. Then most recently, they just had a parade of boats that was uh, uh, a group of, of ignorant ass Trump supporters that were going from Jupiter, Florida to Mar-a-Lago. Trump's, you know what Mar-a-Lago is, his estate yeah. down there in Florida. And here's a little bit of background on that, just so you know what this motherfucker is attached to. So the organizer of that uh, boat, they called it a boat uh, march, but how's a boat going march? I, that sounds anyway. like a boat march. <laughs> so the organization of him, the, organi the organizer, uh, Carlos Gavi Gaviria of Jupiter, said that as many as 1,200 boats were in the eight-mile-long boat parade, he called it, but only a fraction made it all the way to Mar-a-Lago. Somebody counted, and there was 360 boats. So that's just how you know, like, these are these are the people that he's attached to. This is the town. This is the the, the school of thought that's down there. So just don't pay attention to this shit, y'all, because I think he's like verified on Twitter and people were really taking him seriously um, and they shouldn't. And keep your name off Patty LaBelle. Moving <laughs> forward. <clears throat> Wiz Khalifa. OK, <laughs> this is something that I thought we would all share a love for. Wiz Khalifa made a tweet uh, about his son, Sebastian, who we all know we love. We love Sebastian. Translucent. You know, we love Sebastian. We love that little boy. Wiz Khalifa and Amber Rose's son. So Wiz Khalifa tweeted on July 5th, my son just called the neighbor Karen for trying to shut the party down last night. That's awesome. So... <laughs> I can hear him saying that's awesome. Yeah. And I can hear Sebastian saying, she's a Karen. I can hear that little voice saying that, saying that with them little and glasses like, and them no. cute fancy. Yeah. No. No. Karen. Leave us alone, Karen. I can hear it right now. And I love the fact that he knows what a Karen is. I just, that really warmed my heart to see. And I wish we could have gotten video of that because he's a cute little rascal, that little Sebastian. <laughs> Baby bash. Yeah, he's a cute little rascal, and you know, so well adjusted, you know, and and he he's self aware, and I love the fact that he called that low down bitch that complained about their party a Karen. I love. Did that. you see the TikTok with Bash and 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 Wiz doing the go 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 yes. with the little leg? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Not Wiz Khalifa with his little legs. <laughs> I actually did see that and it's so funny that you mentioned that because that is actually a part of our next uh and final way to close out actually uh -oh, the conversation. Mystic zone strikes. <laughs> I mean literally strikes again. So <laughs> we all know that um uh neutral clothing creating uh 
bumbling fool Kanye West said that he was going to run for president this year, right? We know that that just happened. Yeah. Um, and so in response to that, you had some idiots uh, who were saying that they were going to quote unquote vote for him, even though you literally can't. Um, but the people were saying they were going to vote for him and it created this big conversation. But what I found most noteworthy was that everyone else started taking it as a joke, including his fellow celebrities. Uh, in the industry, in the entertainment industry. First up was Paris Hilton, who said, you know, Paris for president, that's hot. And she put that she was running for president. <laughs> and then, okay, then we had Tiffany Haddish. Now, y'all know y'all love Tiffany Haddish from Girls Trip. Y'all done made her a star. She done won the Emmy Award and all that shit. Tiffany Haddish said, well, hell, I'm running for president, too. And Dave Chappelle is my running mate. Tiffany oh, Haddish said, <laughs> Tiffany Haddish said that. <laughs> so I asked the question that begs the question of this right here, because we're going to come up with our own candidate. So what we want to know is who's next? Go, 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 go. So, you know, let's come up with a couple other options. Hell, since everybody else throwing people's names, hats in the race and shit, you know, in the fantasy world, you know, let's pick some celebrities, somebody who they ain't got to be no celebrity, could be somebody who mean a lot to you. You know what I'm saying? Who do y'all think needs to run for president? You know what I'm saying? Now, I'm going to tell you, y'all can say what you want about her, you know, because it is time for a female in, the, in that seat. And y'all can say what y'all want about her, but this person is a bona fide winner. They are ambitious. They have beaten the odds. They have. They come from the trenches. They know the hood. They don't want nobody talking about their mama or their man. Candy Burris. I don't care what you say. That I, is so random. Let me, let me tell you something. I, I didn't know where you let were going, you but I knew you were going somewhere. Let me tell you something. Candy Burris can do it. She survived that snake pit in the Real Housewives of Atlanta. She has made it through. She's a successful entrepreneur, knows how to handle budgets, knows how to have a work with a team, is always considerate of other people's views. We know she's open to a lot of different things, you know, so we ain't going to have no problem with getting everybody they rights where they need them i say vote bring candy bring candy ass down there as, as far as her running mate mama joyce you know why because we need somebody no nonsense on foreign policy <laughs> <laughs> so who running asante who's running who needs to who's next who's running for president um, asante? Go, you know go. i just i want to give black people a break from the white house there's a lot of mess to clean up and they're going to blame us anytime we touch it so in the spirit of whiteness, I would like to vote in uh, Britney Spears. Wow. I think guys. that, you know, I think that <laughs> the, presidency, <laughs> the presidency has always been given to someone, you know, outside of the one that matters, Obama, um, to people that are just good puppets. I feel like Britney the Jean would be a great pup, uh, puppet. She would strengthen all foreign ties and just really unify the country with her smile and campiness while... The corrupt individuals keep doing whatever the fuck they're doing behind the scenes. So, yeah, I vote Britney Spears. She better not be dancing. She was dancing like it was a spider on her the other day. On uh, I don't remember whether it was on TikTok or something. She looked like she was ticking and talking. You know what? She be so, just she be be making, so glitchy. Yeah, <laughs> she be like, making those regular ass YouTube videos and be putting them in the weirdest places. Like, what was that woman on Basketball Wives makes to make fun of her for making them videos? Who? Oh, um, damn. Not Royce. 
<laughs> no, I, you know what I'm talking about, though. She just would make them little oh, random Kenya. ass. Oh, Her name was Kenya. Yes. She was on a stair. She was on a treadmill doing yes. um, "Sweet Dreams" Sweet Dream. by Beyonce. I know exactly what you're talking about, and it was crazy erratic movements like what Britney is doing. I yep. I ain't voting for Britney because ultimately, <laughs> ain't her father running her life now? Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, we put another white man up in the office. Nah. <laughs> well, nah. my vote got pretty far. Um, I would just push in Marianne Williamson. It's time for the saging of America. <laughs> I mean, I just want a state of the union for Marianne Williamson. Come hey, on, man. Let me tell you something, girlfriend. <laughs> <laughs> we got to get out here and change these people. Okay. I want I want I want a state of the union for things is really going bad. She'll be doing wait. she'll be doing um tarot readings every Monday for the states. Every state gets uh, its own baby. tarot energy forecast. I mean, I see it. Every state will have mm-hmm. a crystal. Be lit. Every state mm-hmm. will have a state crystal. Like, come on. Come on, it's time. You know, the, the spiritual community, they don't believe in suits or anything. So, you know, I'm I'm all about that <laughs> being just nicks from the record. So she, let's just see what that looks like. She time. gonna hit a, a a yoga pose in her presidential photo. You know what I'm <laughs> saying? Like Miriam Williamson gonna sit Indian style on the floor and shit with her finger, her hands clasped over her head and shit. Madam we'll President. Have, we'll okay. have a, a nationwide meditation, you know, what out of this specific needs. Listen, I'm telling you. Mm-hmm. We should have pushed I'm that. But it. I did appreciate the uh her being a part of the debates. Even though people had jokes and were making fun of her for the most part. But she was saying but a lot of things. But you know why though, friend. But you know why different. we was laughing. <laughs> yeah, well, yeah. She mm-hmm, but you know <laughs> yeah. she it was it was it was more so the um let me think, how can I how can I articulate <laughs> this? Oh Lord. It was more so the let me give you the real lowdown uh tone of conversation. Like it was more so like the I'm telling you a secret to put you on game because I'm I'm savvy in this area and I'm gonna give you the the, the street code knowledge. So, you know, you know, girlfriend. Let me tell you, girlfriend. Like you know, it's the way she was talking to people on that platform. It was just I couldn't believe it. Y'all. I used to have a teacher just like that, and so that's why when I see that shit, I just be like, wow. She's everybody's. So she's far. everybody's like public school art teacher. <laughs> that was just she was my school. Yes, she is. You know what I mean? That <laughs> was hella she cool, with, but friend? also who would Marianne Williamson run with? Who would she run with? Who, who could be? put up with her? <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's what we gotta figure out. She should who run with who would be a good who's someone that's like political? Monique. <laughs> Now that's a team. Now you want to you want to elevate Marianne this thing. Marianne Williamson and Monique. And Jesus Monique, Christ. I'm telling you, you want to put you want to put her with somebody. Put her with Monique. Monique already be with the same language. Marianne, Marianne Williamson would be like, "We here to talk to these people, girlfriend." And Monique would be like, "That's right, my love. We here to tell these people, tell these babies." It would just it would just work. Babies. It would work. What's Monique's last name? Um, Hicks. Mm-hmm. Hicks. Her husband's name is Sydney Hicks, and I know she didn't change hers. So the then, she... Williams <laughs> Williamson Hicks twenty twenty. Yep. That's the title of this episode. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> twenty twenty. Look, and it won't be a grassroots campaign. It'll be a gray roots campaign because won't, <laughs> won't either one of them put no hair dye in their roots. I'm triggered. It's a gray, it's a gray roots campaign. <laughs> 
the Lord Jesus. Well, that's my vote. I, Shit. Yeah. I was going to say uh, Jada Pink and Mama could have ran with that. Oh, wait a minute now. Jada yeah, Pinkett. That's a whole Look, other conversation. I wasn't going to do it, but if y'all <laughs> want to, we can. I ain't going to do it. I was trying to, I was I trying to wait Jada till the red table mama. talk. I was trying to wait till the red table talk. <laughs> You know, when, when she is talking to the man in the mirror and she is asking him to change his way. I was I thought that I was going to wait till after that for us to discuss it. But now if y'all want to go I, there. I just have one question. What's happening? Do you think Jada is going to get on there and tell the truth? Yes. <laughs> no. I don't. I do. I, I just don't see this. I just don't see it freely being given to But that's us. why like, I don't know why she's doing it. Because unless, uh, see, unless you're going to get up there and be like, all right, y'all, I got some motherfucking issues and this is what's going Here's on. Here's the thing. Y'all got to figure out what truth you want her to tell. Because there's a bunch of conversations that could be the had. Truth. Here's what I think was going to happen. First of all, let me preface it by saying this. I tweeted about this when this shit first hit the fan earlier last week. Jada Pinkett has lived her life her own way, self-made, been on on her own. She's not Will Smith's wife. She was Jada Pinkett when they got together, okay? Mm-hmm. Her and Will, say what you want, they shit been working for them for years. And they've raised some children that feel loved and supported by their parents and that's really all you can ask so i'm supporting her there number two she's facing this situation head on she said it's some healing need to take place i'm gonna bring myself to the table she hear everything y'all saying she heard that interview yeah her reps issued those statements but she like all right fuck it i'm finna okay let me sit down now do i think she's about to give us an expose about the the innermost details and and the the agreements that her and Will Smith have made if they do exist in their marriage or life partnership or go into detail with that? No. But I think she's going to tell us the truth about what has happened between her and August Alsina. I think that she's going to qualify their relationship in a way that helps us to understand it. And I think that she's going to address the things that he has said. I don't think that the conversation will go beyond August Alsina. I don't think the conversation will turn into what everyone wants it to turn into, which is what the fuck do you and Will got going on that this boy was here in the first place? And I don't think that she's going to answer that because I don't really think she has to. But I think what she is going to address is the details, the specific details about the relationship between her and August Alsina. And it'll be left up to us to fill in the blanks. Yeah, that's what I think we'll get. And I think she'll be honest about it. And I can't wait. Only and thing I, I, I stand personally. <laughs> only thing I did like is is the conversations that it prompted in regards to like relationship configurations. Kind of similar to the mm-hmm. episode we had with Sham Booty. Shout out to Sham Booty. Yeah, shout out to Sham Booty. Where we were hey, where we talked about, you know, the different agreements and different ways that people connect and the different rules and people creating what works best for them and not, you know, the outside perception of a relationship. Cause I saw a lot of people on Twitter that just seemed very triggered by this conversation. <laughs> like it was like, Whoa, like this shit. It reminded me of insecure how yes. every week it would like trigger the shit out of people. And then people would project whatever it is they were thinking or feeling and just kind of did the same thing. But you know, the only p- part I can see is the age difference and then the fact that he was someone that was going through a lot and the the aspect of being taken advantage of um, 
was triggering for me because I was in a very similar dynamic with someone mm-hmm. who was older, supposed to be my mentor when I was like younger and going through things. So I understand the taking advantage part. Um, but we don't know anything. This we is all of us anything. assuming, projecting, you know, making shit up just because that's what we do best. Laughing at August hair. <laughs> I just pray that whatever comes August, we get some some healing for this young man. He has been through so much and has continued to work and put out his music and still like tell his stories and just seem like present. And so I just applaud him for all that because I think it's so crazy. Like I was watching the interview with him and Angela Yee and it's just so crazy to watch him. He's grown so much. I love how he speaks. It's insane. Like I can't fathom going through half of the shit he's been through. And being able to just kind of sit up there and like live in and out of these old ass moments, like the shit that he was saying. Oh, I had thought that me- statement was about to go a whole different way. He said, <laughs> "In and out of this old it. ass." I was like, oh, "I thought you was talking about him and Jada Pinky." <laughs> the stuff that he was saying just had me. Like, I, I couldn't believe it. Why did did you believe he had on one of them Nene Leaks color main wigs during the Angela Yee interview? Stop it. His hair looks so I'm, cute. I'm not I can't even think about his hair. Like I was literally listening to what he was saying. So I couldn't I I couldn't get to his head because the stuff that he was saying had my head fucked up. Like yeah. when he was talking about like just real traumatic stuff. So I don't even want to get into what he was saying. I just was really sitting there watching, like, wow. Like honestly, I couldn't look that far into what he was saying about him and Jada because I know that that was some shit that he was probably looking to to kind of get away from whatever he had been going through. So to end up in more shit from it, like I do want to see how that layer peels back. But that so y'all mad at so- Jada Pinkett? I'm not mad. I'm not mad at anybody. How y'all yeah, feel about Jada Pinkett now? Same. I don't. Yeah, I mean, I don't. I, <laughs> I don't know what to feel. <laughs> I don't have enough information to feel anything. Same. They said August Alcina had his hair like Keisha Cole in the I Should Have Cheated video. <laughs> and Khalees. I saw Khalees Jane post that. I, I hate was you so, so much her. right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> I mean, shit. Like, he was dating a, a married woman. So I, know. I didn't know. Like, all of that is so such a, a, a gray ass area. Like, the fact that he was saying that he went and asked Will for the blessing and all that. Like, I mean, that's stuff all juicy that I want to know about and like how that how they established that and like that's all interesting. But I I couldn't even really get into that because August ass is just so damn like fucked up. I was like fuck. They yeah. said that um, <laughs> Jada Pinkett Smith. Never mind. I'm not gonna crack that joke. I wait till after red table. Talk. I'm gonna wait till after red table talk. I'm gonna wait till after it. I'm gonna, so I'm gonna be good today. But I'm telling y'all now after that red table talk interview. The jokes are coming, okay? <laughs> oh, Lord. All right, and that's it for the hot button this week. News we can <laughs> that use. Should, that should just make me scream when it was coming out that she was doing it, when she was like, there's some healing that needs to happen. <laughs> and then that, that uh, what used to be the Spider-Man pointing at himself now becomes yeah. Jada <laughs> mirrored <laughs> at the table, talked to herself, like the evolution of memes. Did you, see the, did you see the video that they put together where they, they uh, fused the clips of her, <laughs> two, two different videos of her at the table, so it looked like she was oh, interviewing God, herself? no. Oh, I have been crying. But honestly, life. I think it would be so lit if she came on there and... And and like discussed her dark waters because of one yes. problem I have with a lot of people who choose to take the like guru educator role is that a lot of the times they don't fully share 
their multi-dimensionality. It's always like, because this is how we communicate. And it's like, okay, we all have some messies, though. <laughs> we all have okay. some darkness, some shadows. Where's that part at? Like, and that's say- when August Alcino is like, hold my beer. <laughs> and, that, and that's what I'm saying. When you choose not to share that side, it's going to come out in other ways. And so I'm curious to see if she's going to, the same way that she has pulled out that darkness at the Red Table Talk with her guests, is she going to do the same with herself? She need to. She knows. She, look, they already got awards on deck now. That's how you get get the next one. I, would, I just think she, that that would be amazing. I think more people should feel comfortable sharing the parts of themselves that are not going to be applauded. Did you see yes. Tisha Campbell? They said she had subtweeted, and then she came out with a video denying the fact that the tweets were about any. Oh, I did to see her. that. Yeah, because there's always been the rumors about Dwayne Martin. Mm-hmm. Being uh, Will Smith's partner on the low, so I don't know. There's just so like many like that rumors. next song, "Too Close." <laughs> <laughs> but but it was funny because Tisha Campbell's tweet kept saying like, "People will lie," and Will was in all caps, and then she was like, "And the truth will come out," and Will was capitalized again, Slick. like Gina, Gina. <laughs> we know who He's you're so talking sweet. about, Gina. All right, <laughs> that was so funny to me. She's like, I don't have time for subtweets and mess. I'm not doing that. But we know what you was doing, Tisha. Anyway, Ooh. more on that once the red table talk goes down. And I when is that wait. happening? Do we even know? I don't know, but it, apparently soon. I don't think the only person know is Jada. Shit. Wow. And I'm scared to ask her anything right at this point <laughs> in time. <laughs> I'm trying to stay out her way. I guess Alcina didn't blew up the spot. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> Hey, HBCU fam, get ready to turn up the energy. McDonald's and the Thurgood Marshall College Fund have $1 million in scholarships at 53 HBCUs for 66 brilliant students. This year, you could be one of them. But time is running out. Did we mention the $1 million in scholarships? Apply by March 27th at tmcf.org. So let's bring in the wind chimes. So on last week's episode, when we were discussing the food inequalities and food scarcity that a lot of us have endured, um, what is it? The food deserts as well. Food deserts, yeah. Living in certain red-lined neighborhoods. Black. Black. (laughs) (laughs) Um, A young woman by the name of Autumn, and we've actually been engaging on Twitter for many, many years. She emailed me and said, Fran, I hope this finds you well. First, I'd like to say thank you for helping amplify what we're trying to do in El Barrio, which you guys know is the neighborhood I grew up in. She says, my name is Autumn, and in the spirit of highlighting the shortcomings of food inequality, I wanted to share an exciting new project that I've been working on. It's a free community fridge called the Barrio Fridge, Mm. located at 2105 First Avenue on the corner of 108th Street. The premise of this initiative is take what you need, leave what you don't, in hopes of Mm. not only salvaging food that would otherwise go to waste, but building a self-sufficient ecosystem based on mutual aid with the help of local businesses. She says that this method has successfully been adopted throughout the boroughs. Uh, The Barrio Fridge is a collaborative mutual aid initiative led by four black and brown women 
who are passionate about combating the health food disparity in our beloved neighborhoods. So it's cool because they basically upcycled the fridge and mm-hmm. filled it with produce. Fresh produce it, that says free to take. Obviously, you know, they are relying on an integrity-based system with the neighborhood where if you see that it's empty, people fill it up. If mm-hmm. there's something in there that you need, people will take it. Um, she said that so far they're rescuing produce from local supermarkets and several nearby restaurants throughout the day. The idea is treating our fridge as a neighborhood pet of sorts that everyone checks in on and feeds from time to time. She says, while we oversee the day-to-day operations and upkeep, we're also partnering with community gardens and collaborating with local artists to seasonally beautify our fridge. So this is the fridge I'm showing the guys. Wow, okay. Damn. Very cool, right? Yeah. I love that. (laughs) That's really fucking dope. Like, so cool. So then not only is it full of free produce, but they also get to hire different local artists to design it every couple of months. I love that. That's so it's incredible. Um, the handle for that, in case those of you are looking for that, is at the Barrio Fridge. That's T-H-E-B-A-R-R-I-O-F-R-I-D-G-E. They also have a GoFundMe that will cover the expenses of their ongoing efforts which include cleaning supplies for the daily deep cleans of the fridge, packaging for participating restaurants, artist supplies and rates, gas money for the volunteers that are taking care of the fridge. And they're also looking to secure more food partners and sponsors that are willing to donate healthy prepared foods and fresh produce. So obviously, if that uh, connects with you, whether you would be willing to be a food partner or a volunteer or an artist, or just someone that wants to pull up to the fridge and put something in there. Maybe yeah. take something, whatever's needed. Yeah. Just wanted to put that into your awareness. Uh, the GoFundMe, of course, I'm going to link that on the Friend Zone Twitter, as well as underneath our episodes. So whether you're listening on Spotify, Apple, you will see that link. But I'm trying to see um, their GoFundMe. Is it hard to find GoFundMes like with their search engine? I've never tried, so I don't know. But I it's called... Either. The Barrio Fridge on GoFundMe, in case you want to look that up right now. They are trying to raise $5,000, and they're currently at the halfway point, a little under the halfway point. So we can definitely help them knock that 5K out. Like, we've done it before many times. The Barrio Fridge. Uh, The fundraiser organizer is Chantel Campbell. S-E-A-N-T-E-L-L Campbell. It was created June 25th, 2020. So recently, like I said, I'm going to link everything, but I know some of you be trying to move fast (laughs) and get get it. So the body of fridge, if you want to just look that up directly. So I wanted to put that into your awareness because that is an incredible initiative. I'm going to look for the fridge and definitely, I wish I lived closer. Obviously, I don't live... uh, in Harlem anymore, but I definitely want to talk to them to see if maybe they would like to expand um, and, of course, provide financial support. That, to me, is something that is probably one of the coolest initiatives I have ever heard of, and I would love to contribute and support and amplify in any way that I can. So thank you, Autumn, to you and your business partners. Absolutely. We definitely are going to have your back. And that's it. Just wanted to tap into the ecosystem this week 
for my wellness segment because you know that that's equally as important as anything else we discuss on this show. And that's it for this week's wellness segment. Asante Smith, Mr. Music Man, what you got for us this week? Uh, well, really quickly, I just want to say the Barrio Fridge looks really dope, and I love the spelling of Chantel. I just had to throw that in yeah, there. Yeah, right? <laughs> you didn't expect that one. <laughs> uh, okay. But just to kind of double back and help you, um, I know you're going to post this, but it's GoFundMe.com slash F slash the Barrio Fridge. So oh, it's thank all you that. so much. Yes. It's, yeah, so it's real easy to get to, because as you were saying that, I literally Googled the Barrio Fridge, and it came right up, but I want yes. to help out, because Boom. it's really, really important to help out and, you know, be part of that. And that fridge looks so dope. It is so cool. But, I want to bring one to, I want to bring some to Brooklyn and, and different parts of Harlem, like somewhere closer to where I used to live, up in the 140s. Like, yeah. I just think, you know, if we can put money to help these fridges be available and just amplify their initiative, I'd be so down to be that, to, to be that ecosystem. It reminds me of... It reminds me of like in the summertime um, for like art, they'll put those pianos all oh around the city. Oh my God, I used to love parts. that. Right? So imagine like, you know, you just know that it's like that time of year where the fridges are going to be out and you can kind of go and take and leave food. So that's that'd be really, really Super dope cool, man. Super cool. Shout out to y'all. Y'all are incredible people. Thank you for, for hipping us to that. And we'll definitely hold you guys down. Yes. All right. Now we are in music land and I am your music man. I have so many random things that I can get to. So I'm just going to try to touch on a few and just see where we land with the rest. Um, I'm still trying to figure out if Beyonce is Italian. I'm so, so sorry. <laughs> that that really, really, really And there's like a picture of some girl that like looks like Beyonce. So I'm like, is this the Anne Marie girl? Like that just took so many random turns. Um, <clears throat> speaking of random turns, I'm going to talk to you all about just whatever I feel like talking to you all about. <laughs> And I want to start off with Gucci Mane. Uh-oh. Last week, I said, <laughs> Gucci Mane, I asked you, what were you doing? Okay. I'm not really feeling the So Icy Girls. I'm going on record saying that. But I also said, you know, they just have a lot of work to do. If you see something in them, I guess we're going to see what's going on. I don't see it for the So Icy Girls at all. <laughs> with that said... <laughs> <laughs> okay, y'all know I'm never cut dry final about nothing, Ooh. but that right there. <laughs> okay, but right well, well, why? You have to tell us why. I, and and I'm glad you asked, Dustin. <laughs> Shout out to Gucci for dropping his new project, um, and it's filled with all his new little artists. Is Gucci Mane presents So Icy Summer? Is Gucci basically uh, presenting his new little roster? His new roster. <laughs> I hate when people do that. His new little his new roster of artists. Um, so Icy Girls is one of these artists that's on the project. Uh, Along with Pooh Fujiano, um, Big Scar, and more, in case I missed anybody, right? Um, I listened to the song that the So Icy Girls had on there. When I first talked about them, they dropped a, a video, and it was a first, uh, first day signed uh, song. On the project is a song that's supposed to be a So Icy Girls song. The song is called Left on Red. I heard it. <laughs> <laughs> what you think dustin ross i heard <laughs> left on red <laughs> i heard so icy girls copying because <laughs> Copy. when i read <laughs> when i read that there was a song called left on red the first thing i thought about was light-skinned keisha her song on red featuring Ooh, cash doll Copying. Because both, because both of them <laughs> slid on that song. So, 
So I see girls copying. <laughs> so, and, and they don't even, and this was my problem with them when I heard them in the first day sign video. They don't even seem interested. Or maybe one of them seems kind of interested and the other one just seems like, uh, well, we, I guess we're going to do this. Like, and I know that that's the thing sometimes. Like sometimes you ask somebody to do music and they don't believe in it yet or they got to have that moment to where they finally believe in themselves or whatever. Whatever. I don't see a raw talent in these young women. And like I said, they just got a lot to prove in case I can eat my words. But everything that I'm seeing, none of it's looking appetizing. So Icy Girls, Gucci Mane, I ask you again, what are you doing? You went from, I can't even tell you how far back, but you know, there was Nikki in there one day, you know, there was Mac Breezy in there one day, like way back in the day, you had people that were like, that, you know, some still here today. And then you went to Asian Doll and you didn't do anything with her. You spent money on videos and haven't promoted her at all. You don't care about her. And now you're giving us so icy girls that they don't even seem interested in them damn selves. I just, Gucci, I just need to know what you're doing. Now, with that said, you know what that is doing. me. <laughs> that's me speaking as an angry fan. And I say that because I appreciate the thought that you put into putting out this so icy summer because there were some good ass tracks. Oh, it here. rides. I yeah, agree yeah. with you. It rides. There, there's good music going here. We just talking about that, so icy girls. We just talking about so icy the girls. Album rides. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah that, thank you. I'm glad. I'm glad you know we hear on that. Uh, outside of the so icy girls and, and Gucci, this is basically me saying I implore you to, I don't know, have Esther Dean sit with you while you pick out uh, female artists. I don't know somebody, but you used to be able to just pick out like some stars, people that was riding on the beat, and maybe so icy girls. They did something that we just haven't seen yet. And that's what I'm waiting for. I'm just hoping and praying I can eat these words one day. But after the two things that I've heard, I don't want any more. That's all I'm trying to tell you. With everybody else, Gucci, I like the vision of you expanding your roots in the South. So you have all these new people you're bringing up. I think that that's super dope. You've always worked with people long-term and you've been fucking with them. So pat, pat on the back to you for that, Gucci. That's what I appreciate. I like when people can work together and it doesn't have to be a, let me just see who's hot now. I'm going to sign my own new people, you know, right on the sound and continue to expand. Fucking with that heavy Gucci. I'm seeing the vision on that. Now, um, there was an artist I talked. There's a couple of artists I talked about uh, for this next part. There's a woman by the name of Savannah Christina. I thought you was going to say Savannah Garcia. Who's Savannah Garcia? From Hollywood Divas. Remember uh, um, Countess Vaughn's friend Savannah Garcia? <laughs> you know who I'm talking about. You know so who I'm talking talk about. about <laughs> I want to talk about Not an him putting artist. his hand on the screen. Remember, she was Everybody. like, she was like, I'm mixed. Remember Sunday? Very when she I'm checked, not. she checked uh, Golden Brooks. Remember, <laughs> but why was Hollywood Diva so good and R&B Divas? Like, why mm -hmm. were they both? Excellent. I miss both. Of them Shout out to shows. Carlos King. Excellent yes. television. And, and by the way, what, go ahead. I say I that in the next fifteen, because you know. Oh, oh my God! Remember from when Tiffany when she cooked Laura again? She cooked Laura Govan <laughs> on the stage talking about that colorism shit. Cooked her ass. Listen, say what you're going to say and let me go back to this before I forget. Go ahead. Go ahead. It's not table. Okay, we, okay. we on the same page. Look, me casa yes, su yes. casa right now, okay? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm an absolute child. I want you to know that I knew that this was going to be the thing, so I have to put things right in front of me now so I can remember to go back to them. And with that said, I remembered to go back to Savannah Christina, y'all. I talked about this young lady on here, this young woman, pardon me. Uh, Savannah Christina is an artist. I believe she's from Florida, maybe Miami. 
Um, super, super dope songstress. She can sing her ass off. I played a song of her just like singing next to like a guitar, I believe. Young Woman has put out another song. And for this song, she actually asked my homegirl, well, a homegirl in my head, to be on it. Um, Flo Millie, another artist that I've talked about on here. I like Flo Millie. I love Flo Millie. Uh, the cover of that song that she had, Beef, the Flo Mix, it had Sailor Moon on it before you know she got popping and she had to change the cover to something else. I, mean, I love when artists have to do shit like that. It's like, oh, this person is getting acclaimed, so they got to switch some things around. Anyway, Savannah Christina and Flo Millie have a song out called Effed Up. It's, I love both of them separately so it was weird to me and dope to me that they came together to do a song i don't know if there was a listener of the friend zone that put both of them together i don't know okay i would just like to believe in my Come own on, talk world. your shit <laughs> i would just like to believe that somewhere along the way they came together because of us okay it might just be a southern connection i don't know they both make their waves in music so they're just really really dope women they look good, they sound good, and it's only up from here. Like, Savannah Christina has been putting out nothing but fire content for me during this whole quarantine, and this song is no different. It's another layer of her. And actually, I guess I'll play a snippet of it, and this will be my listen lately. Um, I have something else I want to play, but Savannah Christina is just such... I mean, you just have to really harness artists when you find them that are brand new, and you know that it's going to take some time for them to get to where they want to be or they're going to be comfortable being because... Sometimes people put stuff out and then they just get discouraged. But I want I like the fact that people are they keep going. And my Savannah Christina, she's still here. So this is effed up featuring Flo Millie. I'm gonna just play you a little snippet of it and then um this will be my listen lately and we can come back to y'all's. All right, Flo, effed up. Feelings, bitch, I catch flights I'm pulling up in something that you can't buy I don't got time to say shit twice I don't wanna talk past midnight Heard you saying something, say it with your chest I double up the figures coming at your neck Did the dash on these niggas, I ain't seen them since Before I chase a nigga, I'ma chase a check You niggas got me fucked up You ain't got a problem, but you want one I don't want nobody in my car, If I want a nigga, I'ma call one Got me fucked up. I don't even think that I can love one. I don't even think that I can trust one. I don't even think that I will So yeah, I don't that even was think just... that I could trust you. I don't even think that I can move ya. Fran <laughs> <laughs> is doing the paw paw and it is taking me out. Um, I so did yeah, that was Savannah Christina into the renegade. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Woo, excuse me. Um. Yeah, I had to highlight her. I'm not gonna lie to y'all. She really gave y'all like light vocal work on this on this song, but I, I know like that the girl tone. can sing. I love just everything about her. She looks good as fuck and fly as fuck. She gives you this real like cool vibe, but then it's also she can get sexy if she wants to without Dang. having to take her clothes off. I like that shit. And even if she do take her clothes off, she looks like she'd look good taking her clothes off. So whatever she wants to do, I'm here for it. So Savannah Christina and to you, Flo Millie effed up is out go watch the video it's been out for a week it already has almost half a million or more than half a million views and then tell her that the friend zone sent, tell them both that the friend zone sent you shit just start telling people that y'all got there because of the friend zone <laughs> um along with that i really want to quickly shout out my my girl um the listeners y'all always become my friends because i'd be stalking y'all while y'all might be stalking me uh get this smoke that's her ad on twitter she put up a, a video of her uh singing to a song she was like i love when y'all put me on a new music and it was her uh singing uh a song by this girl group called good girl that i talked about now so i see girl named good girl 
not to be confused with So Icy Girls. Um, Good Girl, they have a song. They've got a few songs out that I, I've been fucking with. So just thank you for the fans for y'all sending us when y'all are fucking with the songs that we've put up or that we've sent out. With that said, I want to get to you two and what you've been listening to lately. Um, I know y'all been jamming. Y'all been rocking the box. I see Dustin's looking up what he's got. Fran, do you already have queued up what you've been listening to lately? Because I always want to know what you jamming to. I do. So <laughs> I have to shout out to... English would be nice. I have to shout out Green Tea Pang. Oh, yeah. You saw I posted her. That was jamming. Asante was into it. So I first discovered her on the Colors show. Shout out to Colors. Y'all be putting me on to so many dope ass artists. Um, She's out of the UK. She's so interesting. Just like her style, her songs, the topics that she chooses, her whole just everything. Um, And then I was watching... So I discovered her like last year um, and then I was watching I May Destroy You on HBO and yes. a song from like her latest EP, which is titled Rising, but the song is titled Mr. Sun, came on during like one of the more difficult scenes on that show and mm. it just hit, it just hit different and I was like, damn, it made me start listening to the EP again and now I was like, I have to shout it out on the friend zone so green tea pang um green tea spelled just like that and then pang is p-e-n-g the song is called mr sun and this is how it goes woke up today and the sun was shining i said mr sun Mr. Sun, need I need you. you. Okay. We need I'm a remix with Rick Ross. Oh, she's so dope. And she, you know, she gives a little avocado, but I'm into it. I'm into it. Yes. She brings something different. I don't know. I just really fucked with it. And then I when it. I was watching the BET Awards, shout out to the BET Awards. I mentioned, I think last yes. week, yes. that I thought they did a phenomenal job. Probably, in my opinion, the best BET Awards experience period absolutely i was fully engaged the whole time thought it was cool it kind of brought back the old school music video excitement and vibes so that felt really nice and nostalgic um but they put me on to a new artist that i have never heard before named loner did you guys catch his performance no he must have been by himself that you know that nigga (laughs) you know that nigga was social distancing loner loner get away from me and, and it's spelled L-O-N-R. And okay. so, you know how these youngins do. Always got to miss a letter or two. So I went to... Well, nobody to, was there to tell them. <laughs> so I went to his Spotify, of course, because I was intrigued. And I saw that he had a song with her. 
and it's called Make the Most. And I clicked it and it is beautiful. And I was let's like, hear, let's hear I it. just, and this is how it goes. Looking at your smile Stand in your eyes, I can stay a while Feeling is a vibe Pick up like we never even lost time I could do this for days I would run a thousand miles for you I could do this many ways But I'ma fall fast and die with you Wanna chase that, going crazy I'm like, oh my, but I'm laid back Gotta save that, time to face facts If you love me, girl, just say that I don't wanna leave your mind to wander I'll surround you, make you feel sure Got desire to make this right Cause every single night I want it for your soul I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you, that's the goal I wanna grow old with you, make the most with you I'll give you some time Whatever you want, you just say the word Ooh, I want to grow old with you, make the most with you Ooh. That's the goal That's I the goal that Come on, man, that's a beautiful song like Beautifully written, like beautifully sang The fact that he's new and already ha- Well, man, let me not say he's new Because you know how it is Artists be out here for years grinding going, okay. And then we like, he's new <laughs> He's new to us they be like, this ain't no overnight celebrity. <laughs> but he's doing his thing. He sounds wonderful. It's like my new favorite song now. Shout out to BET for giving an opportunity to someone fresh sounding. You know, that I love that. I think that's the what awards shows should do. Instead of Absolutely. only highlighting the people we already love, they should give opportunities like this to new, fresh, young, up-and-coming artists. So shout out to Loner. Shout out to her. And that's it for my listens lately. That's dope. Yes, Fran been jamming over jamming. there. Dustin Ross, what you been vibing to? <laughs> so we all know we all know Pop Smoke's album came out, Shoot Ooh. for the Stars, Aim for the Moon. And there's a song on there that I love called Mood Swings. I'm about to play it for y'all. <laughs> Shorty a little body. Shorty my little bull thing. And shorty got the fatty Shorty be catching moves, swings Every time I fuck without a rubber I let it on the covers And I kept it on the cover Cause I don't kiss and tell Every time I fuck she call me daddy My little mama nasty I see the pussy through the panties She tastes like candy She a queen like the fatigue Swings by Pop Smoke. R.I.P. to the real nigga Pop Smoke. Man, man. Been jamming to that. Um, and basically just that whole album. That's it. Real. <laughs> yeah, that's it. Real. What? Hey, man. Shout out to Pop Smoke. Gone too soon. Um, and that really does it for the Music Man segment. Before I pass it along, I, well, I guess this will be a good little segue. Um, music videos. City Girls dropped their new music video with Doja Cat. Go check it out. Oh, they look I did great. see a clip of it on Twitter. English, Spanish, and French. <laughs> you know, I'm Tyler's and Gens. That's the jam. 
Can I just say I love how Young Miami be sounding so bored, but it sounds so good. I'm like, how it does works. she do that? Let's also say that Young Miami is the lead singer because she has become the lead singer. She didn't Dina Jones the whole <laughs> entire City Girls moment. It is what it is. I love her yeah. voice. I don't know what it is. I love it too. They, they, they found out how to mix it properly. Exactly. It was early on was like, ooh. <laughs> and she's more comfortable too on the mic now. Like a lot of times before she starts her verse, she'll lead in with a uh and then like start rapping on this album like she feeling it yes, you know what I'm girl. Saying? it's different now like carisha is comfortable now so she's so funny too when i be seeing people post clips of her like ig lives i'm like how is she just funny her insane and she's funny on the track too it's young 305 ready to knock a bitch out her slides that's one of the <laughs> lines that's one of the lines on the show i think i album. saw you tweet that <laughs> I swear, man, that made me laugh so hard when I first heard her say that. She got, Carisha got punchlines this time. So anyway, yeah. Well, yeah, Pussy Talk video is out. Go watch it. And that does it for the Music Man segment. So Dustin Ross, take it away. Ain't really no too much to take it nowhere. Shout out to, sending love to Miss Juicy in Atlanta. She made a video um, where she was kind of breaking down in tears because as we know, Miss Minnie, one of the day one cast members of Little Women ATL, she passed away in a car accident earlier this year. And um, Juicy was just saying, like, it's so hard to film this season. And she just wanted the fans to know that even if they're not talking about it, they're talking about Minnie uh, being deceased in one of the scenes this season, it doesn't mean that it wasn't on their mind. So obviously the production company and them are probably encouraging them to have you know, lighthearted, fun scenes and shit that don't have nothing to do with that grieving um, process that all the cast members are obviously in. Um, but she was just saying that it's on their minds. So shout out to her. Just sending Miss Juicy some love. I love Miss Juicy. Um, also in entertainment news this week on television, there's really not a lot going on, believe it or not. Um, yeah. Shout out to I May Destroy You. That's really the only thing that I've been Yo, watching consistently on TV. Dog episodes you you all caught up i just caught up today and oh my god that scene at the um the reading at the the summit or whatever the the writer's summit (coughs) oh my god oh my goodness michaela cole i I, I just have to tell you thank you so much man this is what i'm talking about about using your art to navigate dark waters she's she figured out how to do that in a way that yes it's still triggering and raw and heavy and intense and if you are a survivor of sexual assault it's not something that you can just easily pop on the tv sit down and watch you have to take your time Mm -hmm. with it but the fact that she's doing it in this way it's just so well done so well written all the like nuances that are hard to explain and describe and you know and discuss like she's hitting she is it. hitting the she mark is hitting like, it. it's just hitting the mark inspiring and inspiring work man thank you michaela cole i just had to say that thank you for real and and shout out to hbo because we all know that they've accompanied um this series with a, a group of resources for people because it is triggering and it does um bring up a lot of things that are like you said friend dark waters to navigate dark waters man yeah we know they um are encouraging people to visit therapy for black girls dr joyce um um page and and get that sort of help so they're really working to um to 
combine that with this series and I appreciate that. Mm -hmm. But this series is just so damn good to watch. It is good. I keep saying series and my phone keeps thinking I'm saying Siri. (laughs) (laughs) Dead. (laughs) Oh my God. But yeah, this show is just so good. So shout out to her. And Michaela looks so good with that short haircut. She's like when she cut her hair on the show, I was like, wow, this is great. But yeah. So that's really all I've been watching. Not a lot of commentary on that. Oh, you have a show? I have a show to suggest. Okay, friend. So I started watching. (laughs) Oh, God. I started watching Married at First Sight on Netflix. (laughs) Oh, Lord. (laughs) This show is so terrible that I want everyone to watch it. It is so incredible to watch. Like, the way. You're just now telling us this, friend. Have you watched at all? I've seen it before, yes. And that's why I, if you going to dive in, I'm going to jump too. <laughs> I don't right, know what like, made me damn. click it. It was trending. And I was like, I don't really watch shows about love like that. Like those like reality, like The Bachelor and dating, you know, finding Mr. Right. But for some reason, I was like, this might be interesting because of the concept. Like they don't know each other at all. They literally meet at the altar when they're getting married. Are you kidding nope. me? Yep. And then they send them to a honeymoon and they have to live together for eight weeks. Two sh- like strangers, literal strangers that a team of experts put together based on science. So it's yep. like it's a modern twist on arranged marriages. And they really get off the chain when they go to their family house. And like it's a black, it, the black people, <laughs> their families, like their parents and siblings and shit do not be having it the in dads, most cases. The what? dads, like it is so fascinating. But aside from how ridiculous it is, it also, I found myself learning so much just about triggers and relationships and how people mm-hmm. act out when they don't feel heard and they don't feel safe and they don't feel understood and just like watching the different ways that people react to those triggers fascinating study you know me i get in my psych Mm. bag just because i don't think there's anything in the world more fascinating than the human mind and so i love it it is absolutely ridiculous but it's also very eye-opening if you kind of like watch it with that lens that psychological lens such good stuff man and you know what's crazy? A lot of the couples are actually like killing it. Like it, oh. it almost makes you state a case for arranged marriage. I have well, to say. Well, you know, it I, might. Uh, it, it definitely maybe. makes you open your mind to it. I wouldn't say that I'm like, oh yeah, but I'm like, oh okay, this gave me a perspective I didn't have before on like, yeah, a lot of us waste time dating and being with people based on our attractions but this science gets to the meat and potatoes what are your core values what are your core values do you guys have goals that intersect you know like it just gets straight to it cutting down the bullshit and the meat and so i i'm interested i'm in it i'm invested uh, are there any gay couples i haven't seen any on there no no, they need to do a they need to do a gay spinoff or even like a poly spinoff because wouldn't that be crazy? Now that would be something. I was surprised when I saw the gay couple on um, what's the show that Jade be watching? Ninety Day Fiance. Ah, <laughs> they had a what gay country was he from? Mexico. Ah. <laughs> and his parents didn't know he was gay. He had to like break it to them and the the boyfriend was moving to Mexico as a white man. I'm like, yo, this is uh-uh. bug. Like 
the parents cried. It was it was a lot, but you know, I was happy to see that they had a gay couple that was navigating. Actually, they had two because they had two women. One of them was from Australia, um, and she was dating an American. <laughs> Dustin, <laughs> Dustin just did the Oprah Griff with the hands. <laughs> Down under. You know. <laughs> <laughs> My God. And on that note, Dustin, is there anything else you wanted to add? That's it. Thank you guys so much for supporting my Nike Be True campaign. Yes, Lord. Really appreciate all the love. I saw it all and I tried my best to respond and at least acknowledge. Um, So thank you, thank you, thank you for supporting that. I really, truly appreciate it. We love you, Dustin. May we all continue to manifest our highest desires for the greater good. Amen. We love Love you guys. Thank you again for participating in our discussions week after week. The show wouldn't be what it is without your conversation being included. As always, thank you so much for listening. We love you so much. And we will catch you guys next week. Stay black and protect your magic. Bye.